0: One of the things that we can all agree on is the fact that this world has all kinds of troubles. There are relationship problems, there are financial problems, there are political problems, there's just everyday worries. Some of it has to relate to where we work, some of it has to relate to our health, our kids, our family, all of us, work through the different troubles that our world places upon us. And in the midst of this, every one of us wants to find contentment. It would be great if our relationships, our finances, our political atmosphere was full of happiness and there's just this sense of well-being in the world around us. But what we actually see is that most people are not content with what's going on around them because we all are faced with a barrage of troubles. There's a great need in our world to actually find contentment. And maybe that's you today. Maybe you as a person are struggling to find some kind of contentment in the world that is around us. To be honest, you don't have a lot of happiness. You don't really look at the world and your family and say, yeah, I really like everything about our family. Well, a relationship with God through Jesus can actually bring contentment despite the troubles that are in the world. Well, how do we actually find this contentment that I'm talking about? Maybe for you, you've already found it and you don't really need to know. But for those of us that are looking for something more, for something deeper, like contentment, in the Bible, we find this letter that Paul, a guy named Paul writes, to another person named Timothy. And Timothy was like this protege who was being a leader in a church in this community called Ephesus. And Paul was telling him really about the secret to find contentment in the midst of doing this job of leading the church. Let me read to you uh, a portion of what he writes to Timothy. He says in chapter 6, verses 3 to 10, he says, If anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teachings that accord with godliness, he's puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversy and for quarrels about words, which produce envy, dissension, slander, evil suspicions, and constant friction among people who are deprived in mind and deprived of the truth, imagining that godliness is a means of gain. But godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into this world and we cannot take anything out of this world. But if we have food and clothing, with these we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptations, into a snare, into many senseless and harmless desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. This letter, as Paul is writing to Timothy, he's telling Timothy how the church is actually to behave. Uh, How The church of the living God is different because with this relationship with God through Jesus, there's contentment because God is our God. So let's, let's just look at how we can find and actually keep contentment in our life. The first thing that we need to understand about contentment that is that contentment comes from agreeing with Jesus. Here's the second thing about how to find and keep contentment and that is contentment grows as we walk in godliness. As we look at this passage of this letter that Paul writes to Timothy in verses 6-8 through we see him zeroing in on godliness and contentment. He says, But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing, with these we will be content. Godliness with contentment is great gain? What what does he actually mean by this? Well, what he is saying is that As godliness grows in your life, as you're gaining this godliness, so does contentment. You see, the more that you actually identify with the words of Jesus, words like, trust me and I'll provide for your needs, or like all things are going to work together for your good, or I'm going to guide you. You see, as we actually trust those more and more and we actually walk in that godliness Contentment grows in our life because we're identifying with the words of Jesus. Now, godliness is the practice of conforming to the laws of God whereby we reflect His moral uprightness. If we're looking for contentment in the midst of a troubled world, we actually need to turn to godliness. And as believers who obey God's laws, contentment grows now this is kind of strange because we actually may think something different sometimes what we think is that if i could do this then i would be content or if i could just have this whatever this is then i would be content but that's not how contentment actually works You see, contentment, that is real contentment and satisfying and happy, bringing peace into your life, is a gift that God gives as a result of us living in obedience to his word. You see, contentment grows as we walk in godliness. We need to be walking in godliness in the midst of this world that we live in So that even if troubles do come upon us by the loss of a job or interest rates rising or health issues, then we still have contentment because we're trusting God more than we are the things of this world. And Paul here reminds Timothy, he's like, hey, you didn't bring anything into this world and you can't take anything out of this world. So don't look for contentment in those places. He says if we have food and clothing with these, we will be content. Now I know for some places in our world there is not food and clothing. There are many people who actually struggle even in our Western culture who don't have enough food, who don't necessarily have clothing either. So this... Challenge of contentment actually grows really strong in places of poverty. It's hard to be content when you don't have the basic needs of life. But one of the things that I have found when I have talked to and worked with people that are in these places of food and clothing less, is they actually do have a contentment that those of us that maybe have more don't have. They have a contentment because they actually trust God for everything because they need to. You see, sometimes when we actually have so many things, we don't necessarily trust God for anything. We think that we have to manufacture it or that we have to come up with it. But that actually doesn't grow contentment, does it? Contentment grows as we walk in godliness and as we trust God for what God has actually promised us in his word. Now hopefully you are reaching out to understand contentment and where it comes from and how it grows. But I also want you to notice that contentment is so easily lost. Paul knows this too. And so he tells Timothy this, he's like, Hey, look, if you want to be content, you need to agree with the words of Jesus. You need to not listen to these other people that are teaching things that are different. You need to walk in godliness because that's where contentment will just be. And now he says, Hey, contentment is actually lost by giving into desires. Notice in verses 9 and 10, he says, But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. You know, it's actually not riches that bring temptation. It's desire. You see, as Paul's writing here, he says, but those who desire. You see, they've got this great burning inside of them, or another word that's used here is craving. They've got this craving, this desire for something. This ruin and destruction is brought on by desires that are senseless. And specifically, Paul mentions here the love of money, that it's a root of all kinds of evil, meaning greed. When you think about how greed is so destructive, but that's really what it is. It's a desire to have more and more and more, and that could come across in so many different ways. It can start with food, It can start with position and status, just number of clicks on your Instagram. But it can also deal with money. I want a bigger house. I want a bigger mansion. I want a bigger piece of the pie at work. You see, this craving or desire, when it's left unchecked, will draw you away from faith and it will actually bring pain into your life. Now you may actually not be a person of faith, but it'll still bring the pain into your life. You see, there's so many experiences that lead people down this path of pain, and that is cravings for more. That's not contentment. And in fact, Contentment is never found by getting more stuff or more things or more recognition. Contentment is actually being happy with what you already have. You see, the happiness and peace that we want is lost when we give in to these desires that are the opposite of godliness that are the opposite of agreeing with Jesus. Now, desires are not all that. In fact, God says that he will give you the desires of your heart when you make your delight in him. That delight is connected to walking in godliness and agreeing with the words of Jesus. It's when God's desires are your desires and your desires are God's desires for you, are this place Of the contentment. You see, the way to get contentment is to agree with Jesus. To then grow and walk in godliness. And then actually saying no to those desires that creep up inside of us. That cause us to lose the contentment that we maybe already had. You see, Jesus answers the troubles of this life by giving contentment when we agree with him. When we have a commitment to actually grow in godliness and to say no to the desires that don't line up with God's will for our lives. We need to turn to Jesus to find real true contentment. See, there's nothing in this world that really offers contentment. And we need to grow in godliness if we do agree with Jesus' words. Our walk needs to match what we actually agree with about God. I want to encourage you today to agree with Jesus and to walk in godliness and to actually know that you can have contentment. Now, if you have been living your life just trying to get more and more and more stuff, you're never gonna find contentment in that place. The only place that you will find contentment is through Jesus. In every other place, you will be left unhappy, and sad, and painful because of the pains and the troubles that come upon you because you're always wanting more. So Jesus, we turn to you today for contentment. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you this day that you have given us this road, this map of contentment. Lord, I pray that each of us, as we hear these words, would agree with the things that you say things that you have promised, and Lord, that we would grow in godliness so that this feeling of peace and happiness, contentment with who you are and who we are would grow in our lives. And Lord, that the desires of this world, the greed that just drives us to go other places, of pain and hurt. That we would say no to those things, those desires, and turn directly to you. And we pray all of this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen.